Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about Lovecraft Country in part two of our discussion. We wrap up with some video game topics and always, always, always end on some loving dialogue with one another. Let's see what's happening today on Geek Force. Really, please. No! Like, genocide is fine as long as it's not a human species. <laughs> so you, hold on. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that because Baby Yoda species is supposed to be eating these eggs, that it's kind of okay. It's not okay. I'm just saying he's mm. acting on his instinct. So him telling saying no, he's not gonna do. He's not gonna say like he's not gonna agree with that. He's gonna keep doing it. So until Yoda is the equivalent of a house cat that got outside and is killing all the bird species is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is, he is a sentient being too. He knows he's supposed to know right or wrong. And he's I a know. child. He's, he's, a child. he's a child. So he's acting on his instinct Girl, and he's, he's a child. He's three years old. He's a child, Marlon. He's three. He can't even talk yet. Welcome to Force before the show, the show. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what this is going to being. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the before show. The before show. The before, the before, before show. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Force. I'm your host, Cat. Genocide's okay as long as you're not human. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Cat. With me today is the awesome G Squad of Eming, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to a lovely episode of our show. Hi. Sorry, Amy was doing the Donald Trump dance. I know. <laughs> Why are you doing I don't know. I've been punching there for like a couple days now, so it's like, you know. I down from that feeling. And it's really big. I guess we can start off saying uh, congrats to, you know, the people Mm. of America. Mm. Fuck Donald Trump. And using their GOP. Right. Fuck Mitch McConnell. I'll just be great. I'll just be quiet. I'll just be. The, the wind he, in the background. He also won, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, this problem is on both sides, but you know. True. That we voted this dude out, and you can oh, yeah. be happy that Kamala is breaking records, but you can still be concerned what we are in for. Like, you can have all those feelings. It's totally okay. That's exactly what I'm going through. I'm like, yay, but ee. so as as much as we <laughs> work together and making a difference for this election, we need to still maintain that that power, still have that um, energy. Like, yeah. you know. I'm really glad, like, especially I, I'm just really proud for my home state of Georgia to really just come through and, you know, do what they had to do. And now I'm really hoping that they continue to do that to make at least their state a better place. And then maybe I could go back home. So that's all great. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm welcome sure back, you guys. Margin Call will dissect all those things and more. If you want to hear more, listen to our sister show, Margin Call. More on that later mm. in the future. <laughs> when it's scheduled. <laughs> Shout out to Russell. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys, how are you? How um, how goes things in the geek world? You know. Yeah. 
better. <laughs> less, so, less panicky. Okay. So, okay. Let's start off simple. Baby um, <laughs> Yoda, thoughts, go. Right. So the past two Fridays, you know, Disney Plus been hitting us up with the new Mandalorian season two. Um, I'm so glad that's back on. It kind of gives me a sense of just, you know, calm and just escape to uh, fantasy with the show. Um, as far as it, like the first episode, we haven't really discussed, but it started off with a big bane. I was really excited. It was a strong first episode. I felt like um, it, was, it was. It was. It was. It was lacking in some dialogue. There were some yeah, weird dialogue but choices, like, but I'm as like, an episode structure, it, I got yeah. lots of justified references, and so I was happy. This is why I'm, I'm letting you lead it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was from where, was where we were two weeks ago, politically right. wise. It was a great episode for me to be like, oh, man, I I forgot everything right now for like an hour because, you know, <laughs> giant dragon worms are explore, exploding and stuff, you Take know. Dragons. Why are you making that face, Marlon? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good. Um, but yeah, so... We're going to talk about Mandalorian. Finally, that was back on. Um, I am going to hand the crown to Ray because he is the man with the plan when everything's Star Wars. Apparently. I think I just keep, yeah. I got typecasted into my role is what I think happened here. Or you just so, said, you just talked about it loudest on your soapbox. Now uh, it's on probably the actually completely what happened, which is yeah. probably how most typecasting happens is like someone does a really good job at a role. And so because they did such a good job with that one role, they just get it you forever. I'm completely Winston. fine with that analogy. Oh, Winnie the Bish. He's Winnie the Bish. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Recipes, Alex Trebek. He, you have, you brought oh my me gosh. quite oh my a lot of joy in my life. Uh, Jeopardy he's was the uncle in my house, like for real. Like, yeah, he's the best. He's a family member, and it just, uh, it's still, it's, I'm still heard about that, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, Mandalorian, right? First episode. Um, I had a great time personally. Uh, the quest of the Mandalorian going off and trying to find some sort of some sort of clue to the rest of his people, um, which uh, accidentally gets him involved with the legendary crate dragon of Ben Kenobi lore. Um, and uh, you know, we finally got to see one of those. They got to do a, this whole like kill the monster, but we have to work together. Uh, and put our differences aside kind of episode, which uh, I think watching him have pretty fluent Tuscan Raider was pretty hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the skill. It's a, it's a funny contrast to watch him just randomly know Tuscan Raider all of a sudden uh, to the second episode where he didn't know the frog language. And it's just like, but right. you're not, you're not an infinite translator. Like you just knew Tuscan Raider. Like that's not, <laughs> it feels like a D and D character right now. I'm just like, I know, I know Abyssal, but I don't know uh, Infernal. So I mean, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can help you sometimes. Um, but yeah, I had a good I had a good time with that one. Uh, um, seeing uh, Timothy Oliphant come out and play another Marshall in a completely different universe was hilarious. Um, nice. He had the quick draw. 
Oh yeah, that man is psychotic for sure. But it's, but I think he knew exactly what he was doing with that one. Um, he knew what he was getting himself into. Uh, he got to wear the Boba Fett armor, which I mean, I feel like that's everyone's dream is to get casted in a role where they can fly around in a Boba Fett armor. So, um, and yeah, I had problems with some of the dialogue on that episode because I think they used Womp Rats in a reference like. Not not exaggeration eight times in an hour, which is way too many Womp Rat references. Maybe it was five or six, but that's still too many Womp Rat references. It's an increment of measurement. You gotta, you know, it's like, you know, it's just use a lot. I know they're on Tatooine, but come on. There's... Uh, um, but uh so yeah there was that um uh, shout out to pod to pod racing also because um, oh, uh, uh that was a f- uh i was very pod happy racing. to get a prequels reference in a live action star wars show since disney has bought them um, oh, so i feel like we haven't um and uh so that was nice and uh what else do i had to say about that episode you guys had anything extra to add about that first one yeah i think it was really cool when i found that they actually hired um one of the main tuscan uh actually just only responded to asl like he didn't speak mm. at all he, he was like, oh, he was, like, wow. he, like really he, cool. he literally was communicating just by like sign language for that entire episode so like actually like we're hiring someone who can just like that's how they communicate so you only really have like um you have Pedro Pascal like doing sign language, also making fake sounds, but he's also like fully signing to this guy. He's also signing back to him, which I think was really cool to like, like really find someone who can like embody. I guess Tuscan is mostly like a bunch of random like noises, but they're also like just doing a whole bunch of sign language throughout the entire like thing. So it's really cool to have them like devote an actual like we're gonna hire someone who fits his role specifically, and we're gonna give them that chance to like have that moment like yeah, this is their chance to like be uh, in this special show and like show off this language and like really begin like this person is like killing it so that was really cool to know that they went that far with it with that role in general so big shout out for that um but yeah I, I think it was really cool uh just to see them return back to again Tatooine because you know you got to um it is Star Wars so they had to you know, do a nice little like we're going back and what are we gonna find and it's like oh B- Boba Fett's armor or do you remember what happened here oh fun stuff's gonna happen so it was a good buy and he'd be like oh what are they gonna do like if they're they're back in this really cool place what? so what? <laughs> Will Baby Yoda get eaten by a weird lizard? Dog? Exactly. So I think it was cool for them to like, be like, hey, listen, we're gonna go back to like kind of our roots, to kind of what you know in your schema, but also again throw in some really cool stuff, some really cool um, references. I did love that they, of course, like you said, like talked about the fall of the Death Star and how like, hey, like everyone was celebrating, but it's like, yeah, like literally it was the shortest celebration ever because the moment that power vacuum was opened everyone just rushed in to take control so it was cool to see that yeah that was really cool and if you're in a theater at home you're like yeah they did it and you didn't think twice about what happened to other you know planets but seeing the trueness of like all right like this probably would happen this happens in the world when you like take out one big power like people sweep in to like you know consolidate the other power so it's really cool to see them kind of touch on that this town yeah, it kind of was liberated, but also another big bad came in almost immediately to like take that spot from them. So let's go see them go over that. Yeah, there was a lot of good war building in that episode, Kat. I really like the action scenes because I felt like it was well, like it was way, it was 
almost better than most movie action scenes. That's how I was. That's how much I was impressed. As far as just like, like the explosions and like the, just the action. Like it was a lot in such a short time period that you know. Um, I feel like someone who never even saw this show would be mildly entertained. Like, look at that guy go on his little rocket pack, you know? So, uh, I mean, it was a little bit cliche, but I didn't care. It was really good on just, you know, the action alone. And I, I felt like it was a good like set up for the season because I have the thing about this show is we never know what this like what the season's like what the season's about how's it gonna go like we know he has this one mission right but it always goes somewhere else and I was like I get it this show is the king of side quest shows I get it I, I'm, I'm the queen of side quests I know it and I think that's why I really enjoy it because he's just be on side quests you know and so I thought it was just a really great intro to the season I'm not gonna say it's pro- I mean of course it's not the strongest but it's a really it's a pretty strong opener I'm thinking of like how the boys was a pretty solid i mean the boys had three episodes though so Man. that was a lot but can't, you can't compare these two to i know but i'm just saying really thinking can. about all the shows we've seen recently lauren had the strongest like first episode to like hey we're back you know got my attention you're getting me back into this world i felt like they had the strongest out of what i've been watching lately i uh got reminded the other day of uh, that boy's uh, cliffhanger at the end of season two and, uh, and then I got frustrated all over again so you mentioned the boys just now just triggered some of that frustration so again but no sorry. we're fine um, Mandalorian has my happiness <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so sorry he said right. the words he said the words I'm so but the the um, it was I thought it was a very good episode for the way they wanted to open to just at least to just solidify it was better than most of the other world building episodes they had in season one um because like you had like the chunk of episodes that were like about his story and him trying to mm-hmm. save the child and all of the stuff in season one but then you had those weird filler-ish side quest episodes that you were calling them that was kind of world building in the middle um mm-hmm. and this was definitely one of the better of all of those, uh, this first episode of season two, um, something I, I, something I was watching was joking at how like the, the episode started with it called chapter nine. Um, yeah. cause I guess they're just kind of going into the next, like the, keeping that numbers going, but it was mm-hmm. like, it didn't feel like a chapter nine. It felt like season two, episode one. So, you are correct. So yeah, chapter nine. <laughs> so, at least book you know. two, at least book two. Yeah. Take chapter- how you want to. Yeah, I think that would have honestly made more sense, but you know, yeah. it's, Disney, I guess, ain't trying to go down that route. But, um, but yeah, so I agree that that's what I like about the show so far is that trailer going into season two didn't really show us a lot of what's going to happen the rest of the season, so we really yes. don't know what's going to happen. Uh, people, uh, so, and then episode one ended with this kind of big reveal of like um, we all kind of I think I remember hearing that the casting had happened but um, we, didn't know, we didn't know what I, he was going to do right. or who he was going to play we just knew he got casted right. right and so 
Boba Fett's alive, Boba which Fett's I mean alive. is like huge. So like I that's gonna be really cool. I don't know where they're right. gonna go with he that. Took off his armor is my my question. Yeah, I, wow. yeah. I don't know. We'll see like he's what, alive. what happened there. Just, <laughs> he's around. And Ray and I actually talked about the fact that you know there are different Mandalorian sects or groups within like the collective. So we were talking about that potentially this Boba Fett is probably gonna be like, yo, like I'm not part of that group that's like my armor is my identity. And he so never like, was. Maybe. It's true. Like, if you go back to Clone Wars Boba Fett as a kid growing up and stuff, like, he he was never really a Mandalorian. He was he hmm. was a he was a bounty hunter. He was a, a war. He was an outlaw. He was a yeah, he was a uh, what's the uh, award? Um a misfit that's the word i'm looking yeah. for like he was never really a mandalorian so uh, it makes true. sense to me that he wouldn't necessarily be attached to that armor but i'm sure he mm-hmm. feels like it is his armor um yeah. so Jango's. yeah uh, <laughs> but it's cool i mean i also like knowing that like the mandalorian sided with the empire in terms of the canon and knowing that like the fall i'm sure it's going to be crazy um but like when i saw uh Boba and I remember that in like the last episode of the last season that like dark that dark or the black Bible raid or whatever oh you're talking about the dark saber yeah, the Darksaber, knowing that that's like attached to also a Mandalorian uh, thing. I'm already seeing this is going to be like some cultural adventure for our Mando character because it, it definitely ties together. I believe, I believe their name was from Star Wars Legend. It was like Boss something was the first Mandalorian Jedi and they mm-hmm. had that blade. And then it became like a thing where like if you had the blade, you were like the leader of the Mandalorian. So it's just like mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing them do a full cultural like like full dissection of like he's gonna get you know uh, the blessing from Boba Fett or whatever kind of cultural shenanigans and he also has to wind up getting that dark blade and be like yo like I'm gonna change the way or I'm gonna be a part of the way but I do need him to go back to Mandalore sometime in this oh my god he's so cool they need to do live action Mandalore it's been a long time coming I want to see that fight circle I want to see them just have people in armor fighting in a circle for pride and honor and glory proving grounds I want to see it Uh, oh my gosh they're the closest you get to Star Wars Klingon race. Definitely, like, like for sure. They're the closest you get. They aren't the same, but yeah, there's a lot of there. yeah. There's yeah. there's there are definitely similarities. Yeah. Um, the Klingons are a little bit too xenophobic for the man because the Mandalorians pretty much include like we'll just take in people. If 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 you are a foundling, we'll take you in. You can be a Mandalorian. The Klingons are kind of like, nah, you you got to be like one eighth Klingon to be well, part of this. That's some of the other Mandalorian sects. Is like they they were families from a long time. Clan Wren was mm-hmm. from Sabine. You have we're gonna see. Um, uh, we know she cast it because she's been voicing this character for a long time. Katie Sackhoff is going to be uh, her character at some point. Why can't I think All of her right. name right now? Oh, uh, Katan. Um, so you have Clan Katan coming in um at some point um and so like you you're gonna get all of these things because there is that side of that's one of the other sects of man of the mandalorians that is like honestly in in the in the mythos and the canon that we have that is what disney like has kept alive that mm-hmm. they represent mandalorians way more than the religious ex s cult that is what um uh, uh 
uh, Jinjarin or what's his what's uh, Paolo Pascal's character is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he represents something that like we haven't seen much in the canon, and so. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see the other one a lot more because if you go back to Cl- if you go back to Clone Wars and Rebels, it's all the like the clan side of of Mandalorians, and they take off their helmets every five seconds on those shows. And like, uh, if you look at the time, if you look at the timeline of the movies, you really only see Jango for Jango and Boba for like they're the Mandalorians that exist in the movies. Like, there's not really anyone else. So, um, and I wonder, like, did Jango ever take? Was it Jango that took off his helmet? Or was it Boba though? Because I'm trying think back to attack of the clones you saw what's his name all without his helmet on for okay. most of his uh when he was staying in camino he oh, had his helmet right. off and right, he, right, like, right. in his room yeah um so uh so yeah so that's uh it's gonna we got to get back to that mandalore also we're it's fun seeing this religious one and i want to see how they're going to tie into the rest of them but um this one i want to see i want them to get back to that once we get to sabine getting pulled into the show because it seems like we're gonna get sabine in this show from rebels she's 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 one of those mandalorians and we'll get to see that for sure and whenever katie sackoff comes in but um we got to get back to um uh my boy james woods who wants a piece of candy every five seconds uh aka baby yoda uh we remember that family guy episode Ooh, piece of candy, candy. Yes. Ooh, piece of candy. Piece of candy. that's all candy. what he was doing Ooh, in this second episode <laughs> just genociding the Ooh, entire species of frogs Ooh, a spider yeah oh god so literally was a baby like putting every everything in in his mouth but he knew that tastes good though he knew that was food no he no he didn't put everything in his mouth because what's his name tried to give him some other food I feel like halfway through that episode and he kind of looked at it and he, he, I almost felt like he was about to eat it and then he put it down because he, then he got focused on the candy again. Um, so, <laughs> well, yeah, he kept putting like the little like gear shit in his mouth. I'm like, he just has to put stuff in his mouth. Right. But one time he's like, you know what? Not today. He's not going to eat it, but then he's going to put something that's not good for him in his mouth. That's such. A, and then the way that he almost killed them like five times in this episode, because he just, I'm going to yeah. wander this way. I'm going to put this in my mouth. And it's like. <laughs> You're gonna kill us. I mean, I forget the name of that actress who, because she's like uh, like a comedian veteran. Amy, oh, Amy oh, Sedaris. Amy yeah, Sedaris. Back in her like grandmother role this time, but just just her big her. like afro and gambling and whatnot. But uh, it's cool that she's like still like sticking around and like finding. I'm gonna have you find this other Mandalorian character, but also I'm gonna like gamble and like be on the sidelines and give you little like nice little tidbits and little facts and things. So it's cool to have you know her there as like his kind of like his only friend. I want to say like his his literal for only now. friend for he now. Loves right his now. other friends. Yeah. Yeah. He makes friends with Boba Fett. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, I, I like that she's like sitting. Also, I like that it was a full ant creature gave him the next hint to her. <laughs> like, and his name was Dr. Mandible, which I laughed. Yeah, that was so hilarious. Hard. Like, my friend, Dr. Mandible, this full ant creature. It's like really Star Wars. You ran out of ideas, Star Wars. You really ran out of aliens. He's like, you just, honey, I shrunk a big ant creature. I wrote that episode. It's like, Oh, John Favreau wrote it. Didn't he? He did write that one. 
I think so. No, he wrote the first one, but I don't. Okay, I just, he directed the second one for sure. Uh, I just like y'all got like an endless plethora of aliens. Y'all like no, 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 life size ant. So we're going. And he's a doctor. He has, he has, oh. a, he has a PhD. John Favreau wrote most of the season, actually. Oh snap! That man is a busy man. He that? came out came out of Marvel and that money like, though. That's probably I can't wait till November twenty seventh. <laughs> it's gonna why? be the day. That's the episode that was written and directed by Dave Filoni. Which I mean, <gasps> let's be real here. That's gonna be the one when we get there. But um, it is the way. Yeah, it was good. I mean, and they also introduced to like this like other interesting species of frog creature. Oh gosh. Um, which I like. Like Kat said, you get introduced to like, hey, I know you're on like side mission A, but I have side mission B for you. Side mission help B. Your other side mission. And he's like, I don't want to do that. But they're like, it's the only way. And he's like, fine, right? I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll babysit. He goes, hey, if you don't help her, she's not going to tell you where to go. It's like, fine, I'll have to take her and her 45 baby eggs into space. There was a, there was a play in this episode where I was trying to understand what the point of the episode was. Like I was enjoying yeah. it. But I also was just kind of like, what is the point here? Like, what is oh, the, yeah. why am I watching this episode? Like, this is just feels kind of all over the place. Of them being like, do this thing. Why? She has information. I don't do that. But she will get information if you don't do it. And he's like, fine, I'll do it. It's like, Man, really no, cool. I don't. Like, it's a random I don't think it's going to be a bottle episode. I think the, I think we're going to get at least one more episode of this weird frog lady being around oh, yeah. and him finishing really? up. With it. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, he has to drop her off to get information about uh, this other Mandalorian or his people that she claims to know. To I, 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 <laughs> I feel like it was the point of this episode was. I have to choose to do the right thing in a situation where, honestly, I don't want to. Um, this is true. Which is and, literally in last season with Baby Yoda. <laughs> no, but that one was, like, I, I feel a moral obligation. Like, I, that one was, I no, what I just did was wrong. I need to fix that wrong. That was the whole arc with Baby Yoda. Like, I did some, I, I don't really care what I do because I'm just living my life as a Mandalorian. But what I just did, that was wrong. Let me go fix that. And then everything caught up with him because then he was on the run. But this mm-hmm. one was, no, I'm here trying to help this kid. I'm trying to get done with this whole thing that I got myself involved in. But now you want me to do the right thing and help save your species? I ain't got time for this lady. But right. time and time again, he had to just keep choosing the right thing. Even mm-hmm. down to the point where the New Republic people were just like... He was kind of like, hey, can you help me out? Like, in the back of his head, I'm sure he was like, it would speed up this whole thing I got going on here. Right. And they were like, no, this is not our business. And it it, it kind of gave me, uh, yeah, if you were in this situation uh, and you were on this planet trying to chase down these people and you decided to, to like, at least, like, kind of help them so that they didn't just straight die, I think, Jinjarin, you would have just dipped too. And right. <laughs> just like the New Republic pilots did. So right. it's kind of... And it, it's. I hope that there's more to it because I'm it felt like we didn't get the end of that little arc of him, like kind of seeing like this is how I was treating people for, or like some sort of like this is I need to be better or or whatever they're trying to do with this. That's why I feel like we're not done with it because yeah. I feel like he didn't. Yeah, I yeah. also Yoda didn't learn a lesson in that episode, so that's the other reason oh, no. why I feel like no, he, no, we're no, not no, done no. with it. Connecting like hey like you're taking this creature to their like species to like their home these creatures are the last of their species and it's brought to their home like she was like trying to connect like you're doing the right thing for this species why not also include this 
other one, which is why I think he was kind of like, oh my God, fine. I'm not going to share you. I'll do the right thing because I'm doing this one thing for this species. So I'll help out. <laughs> oh my God. He has to learn to be better so that he can teach baby Yoda to be better, is exactly. I think was the point of this episode. Actually, was, but we'll see. He was like, on the ship, and he's like, hey, you come here. You, you're not doing nothing. And Yoda was like, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> 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 um, I didn't come over here for that. I came over here to tell you my food left. She took my food away. Can you help me get my food back? Such a toddler thing. Like, for real. Um, I ate a frog in that first season. He was eating frogs all the time. That's why I said that was a red, that was a little, you know, little foreshadowing. And now we're here. That's why I was like, are we really shocked? No, he does love the throwback to like when like they eventually leave the planet and he's a, a, a big clunky ship. I did love <laughs> that they brought in the Tie Fighters and they I was like Tie Fighter. So yeah, the, the, there's little ties, right? Tie because the, the wings open or, or is it? Or is it you can you can leave this conversation now. X little little bow ties. Sorry, X wings. Anyway, Ireland's been ejected. Uh, and they're like asking for like all this like really cool like tech data uh, and you realize that like you know that there's been like a change of hands with the empire and the republic yes. now the republic's picking up more territories in the space now more uh, world building yeah more world building and you, you, and you hear from you know the man that like he's like he's used to like flying under certain you know more uh, off the books things but now he's like I don't have that and he's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna. I don't have that now. But thank you. He goes. Oh, wait. Uh, it's not working. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we could actually. You can follow us, and we can help you out. He goes. Ah. Oh, oh look, it works. It works. <laughs> like, like, You're such a dad. It's working now. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> that had me cracking up. This episode was so funny to me. I I was like, I wasn't. I don't know. If it was supposed to be that funny, but I was just cracking up. Like between his little interactions with how things weren't going his way, and he was like, "Fine," you know. Even the frog lady spooked him in using the dead, the deathly robot, and talking to it, like communicating. She was like, "Listen here." Sir, you know, I was like, the is cussing him out. Like, I was so through. But I did want to take a, a moment to talk about uh, the spider, the spider scene, because I like to. I don't know why. Like every sci-fi just has to have that spider scene. I'm thinking of Lord of the Rings. I'm thinking of Harry Potter. How we were younger, we're like, ew. But this one though, like, even though. I don't know, man. It kind of was like, it's freezing cold. There's murderous spiders. There's a giant big one and a million little babies. Like, I was like, oh, no. And then it started getting the ship. And then I started feeling creeped out. Like, oh, no. And then they were like... Like they had to be in the in, in you know the front of it. I was just like, wait, this baby almost caused it. Like he it already is already bad. He had a hole in the ship. Now he's like they're destroying his ship. I was like, are they ever going to get? Because at a, at a moment, I'm like, are they going to get out of the ship? Is someone going to have to pick them up? Like it to me, that whole scene went like zero to one hundred so fast that you know the pacing was so like slow and whatever. And then all that, I was just like, what the what the? And then it was like. You know, 
they came back and helped him and then it was all over i was just like why did that have to happen like that i don't know the spiders really creeped me out i guess that's what i'm trying to say and they did really good with the the special effects and the and, and the sound effects and just the way they were moving and then mm-hmm. when they laid it on yoda's head he was like eh! it was like get him off his head get him off his head <laughs> you know but and who saved him the mother the mother babies he ate <laughs> right <laughs> Fuck. He was like, what the fuck, Jonah? That thing on me. Uh, as, he was, as he still had one in his pocket. I know. He's like, thank you, ladies. <laughs> cold-blooded. Yoda's just cold-blooded. Cold-blooded is correct. But yeah, Murdering. I look, I'm certainly looking forward to the rest of the season. I'm having a good time. I feel like in the grand scheme of things, um, these two episodes weren't like amazing, but they like... They were they were fun little episodes. I've had a good time with it so far. I yeah. like I think as you said it, I'm glad the show is back. It just it, it makes me happy to see good Star Wars stuff, even if it's like I don't need it to be amazing. I, I this is all I needed from episode seven, eight, and nine is like this solid little fun little storytelling that fits into the world and mm-hmm. just has a fun little ride with the characters. And like this is what this is what I've wanted. Like it doesn't need to be amazing, but it, it doesn't have to be that bad either. What I don't know it's what just they did. Nice. Was, just be coherent, Star Wars. Just be coherent. Yeah, just be coherent. That's but all I mean, they did, they, they did. They they're, they're doing little surprise, surprising uh, twits and twits, twists and plots. And yep. so it's like, what else do they have in store? Because we know who is casting this season. So I'm just like, what? what yeah, we got we, we got three. We got three big characters that are certainly cast that are going to show up and we still have only seen a cameo of one of the big castings that I didn't count just now. So there's a lot right. more to this season. This season is right. about to go down, right. uh, which is going to be exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think like the really most, the most interesting part about it is the fact that uh, the Republic knows about the Mandalorian's doings or his like positive like side. Like they're aware of who this person is and the work he's done, good and bad. And if just a simple like, you know, X-Wing pilot you know, can can access that information. That means there's going to definitely be like another you know group of people that know about him. So I'm definitely enjoying the fact that you see these people discuss who he is, what he's done. And that opens the door of like, really, like someone else is probably going to meet him, see him, invite him in with this same information, wanting either his assistance or just like, you know, wanting to have an audience with them because of his past in the other season where he was kind of on the Republic side a little bit. Like even like in his episode, like the Republic refuses to shoot him out of the sky. Like had this been like, like a Star Wars prequel or whatever, they would have been fired on him immediately. Like they flew like in the cavern for a good amount of time. And the guy was like, hey, like pull over. Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't make me shoot you. Like you can see that they're actually trying to paint the Republic as this very like kind and like uh, willing to let bygones be bygones group people who like refuse to shoot him out of the sky as he was fleeing uh, from their checkpoint. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays into the Republic's uh, interaction with him later on uh, in the season. I'm sure it's going to be uh, tying him into these characters that we are looking forward to seeing uh, being brought in. Yes. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. We'll keep you listeners posted. Looking forward to this Friday's episode. I do like they don't they don't show preview, so it's literally a surprise the minute you you tune in. You're like, what's going on in this episode? So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, Moving on from that. 
uh, <laughs> Netflix, you know, has amazing anime. Uh, I stop maybe for this one. Um, from the creators of Castlevania, if you're a big fan of that, because I am, they bought, uh, they made a new show called Blood of Zeus. And uh, in it is a tale of just Greek mythology gone wrong. <laughs> That's about it. That's basically what I'm. That's basically the tagline. Greek mythology gone wrong. I think you just got the title of this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's Mari and like it's like a soap. It's literally a soap drama, a soap opera drama. It's not even like like I'm thinking comparing to Castlevania. How Castlevania has you know sometimes their plot isn't even that strong, but there is plot. There's character building. There's amazing action. Everything fits. So I don't know what what went wrong with this. Like I will say, it wasn't a video the- game for X amount yeah. of years. True, 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 <laughs> true, true, true. Positive point. But it had though. so much lore to work it had, from. It had ridiculous so lore. Ridiculous. That, that, that might have been the problem though. Is that it had too much lore to pull yeah, from and to put them all together. <laughs> um, but the animation like was not bad. It was it was nice. I mm. liked the animation. The music was pretty good. I I liked when it came on. I liked that song, you know. But as far as like uh, everything else, I'm like. Wah, wah, you know it was just a nice but i will say it was like a nice little cheap drama to watch it was it felt like a cheap drama to me it was just animated mm-hmm. um i did like i said i think i told y'all i really enjoyed the characters of paulo and hermes i want to spin off with them they were the cool, coolest characters in the whole show to me besides Barely the amazonian <laughs> yeah but when they were in it in their seat i was like that's matt mercer for you right there i want to see more of them they were just Matt Mercer you know? was Hermes, so there you go. Right, right. See, and then like even Aries, like even though he annoyed, uh, he 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 was annoying. Um, I was the hammer guy. Him. I couldn't. I can figure. He's got wearing all black armor. armor. Yeah, he's okay. hammer dude. Yeah, like, just looks so this. edgy. I identify them. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. I just want to see more <laughs> on the gods that we didn't talk about. How about that? Just that, like, especially all the goddesses. Like, you gonna forget all the goddesses, really? So well, yeah, apparently, apparently they all agree with. I think. Yeah. Like, the ones that I mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> besides Aries. <laughs> Aries is like and uh Apollo, Apollo sided Apollo. with it. So basically like in like in case you haven't seen it, viewers, Blood of Zeus, like it's literally same old Zeus. Um whether he's a dolphin, a peacock, uh, a, a horse, a bee, putting his dick where it shouldn't go, having more kids, siring another kid, causes an entire kingdom to be split in half. Also, because of his actions, again, Hera's like, you you out there sticking it and doing your own thing. The last thing you uh, did to upset me. Last thing, and she was all I like, used to be somebody, and yeah. you're going to find out. I think the cool thing about it is it was like, you get like, which I wish they had focused on. I feel like that could have been, what they should have focused on was uh, pre- Olympus gods. Yeah. Like, I feel like whenever they talk about the gods, it's probably the coolest part is like, great, like Kronos created us and then we killed Kronos right. and his family. Like, yes. That's like the best part. That's like the, yeah. that's like, so you literally start the yeah, show with like watching that. them as all the gods fight all the giants. And because of Castlevania, the giants look like demons because right. of like. Castlevania, Castlevania. <laughs> but like literally you have these really cool fight scenes where like the gods are getting murked and like the, the tides are getting murked. It's, it's literally like their own even playing field that can go all out right. and it's like maybe a four minute scene of like Zeus 
being eaten by something and then fully imploding inside that person's chest. Shazam. And like just, yeah, just, just pretty much shazamming them and exploding Shazam. in like this or everywhere. And then like they of course wrap it up, Titans get locked away and blah blah. But so yeah, like that could have been like the that could have been the entire show is like how right. Zeke rises to power. Right. That would have been that. really cool. That would have been really down for that. But instead we gotta watch the typical um, Hercules ass story. <laughs> Percy Jackson. Oh, my dad's so and so, and my mom was sent here me? because of so and so reasons. So talk show empire, but yeah. you never, Roman why, gods. Why were you? Yeah. Why did you leave her there? Why did you just let us live the way we lived? I think like the only change is that now the gods pick sides, and, and, and like a, a custody battle where you have like looks like I'm going with mom, I'm going with dad, and like the gods <laughs> like split up because uh, they picked this. That's like I think the only difference is that kill like. Like we're going to discuss like somewhat how this affects Olympus, knowing that all these gods are like Zeus did it again out there having more kids. This is ridiculous. Hera's right. I'm going to go roll with her, but also I'm going to go roll with her and bring back the Titans, which I feel like was her plan. But somehow everyone's like, you know what? I'm fine with doing this evil thing because right. Zeus is a dick, which I never fully explained. Like, why are you siding? I get you siding with her and be like, hey, he's he's not supposed to be doing that. But to then be like, yeah, I'm going to help her summon Titans to like go to Olympus and like take Olympus from Zeus. That's where I was like, you lost like the motivation of right. the characters. Like, why would they be like, great, yes, I don't like Zeus, but also I want to tear down Olympus in order to remove Zeus. It just didn't really connect that way for me. And I'm like, all these other gods and goddesses are so powerful, you know, as far as like, I'm just thinking of all the ones that deal with wisdom and hunting and stuff. Like they couldn't see her plan and be like, mm, air hair, I don't know. But or were they just scared? You know, I don't know. There was just so much left unsaid that I was like, but y'all really are making it harder on yourselves if you go with this plan just because you don't want to be with Zeus. And I'm like, yeah, Zeus is doing too much, but is it really that bad? Like y'all haven't made. He's not. I don't know. I no. felt like if he had been the one, you know, doing something like Hera did, then that would that would have been a problem, you know. But because she painted it in a way, or because they're already tired of him, they were just like, "Oh, he did that. Oh, we got it. We got to. We got to let them take over Mount Olympus." I'm like, "What? Why? <laughs> That's no. a little too much, yeah. you know." No. I also feel like they. I feel like they also have been shaming the goddess Hera for so long about being mad at Zeus for sleeping around. It's like that's an understandable emotion like right. you if you have a partner and they're like having multiple kids behind your back you're allowed to be upset like that doesn't make you a bad person right. but I feel like with every iteration of hair they make her spiteful and they make her just go oh, yeah. above and beyond too much uh, what anyone would normally do like really like I'm now going to insert myself in your surrogate in your in your child's life to actively make their world terrible and to hurt them in ways because that makes me feel better to hurt them and to hurt you but also I love you it's like the, it's the toxic relationship for me that I'm just not about and I feel like if they wanted to focus on the guys they couldn't have done that because I mean that's something that we really haven't like focused on before or if you wanted to focus on Heron then let's just focus on Heron we can do a quick shot to like Zeus and Hera doing like some things but like don't give us full characters on them if you want us to focus on Heron and the human plight because at the end right. of the day, it became the God saved the day as opposed to Heron saves the day. You know? 
it was just a lot going on with character because even like Seraphim, I thought he was a really interesting character and I felt like oh Seraphim, yeah. he could have had so much like the way it ended it just was too short for him for me I was just like so what's his motive like he kept everything kept getting so crazy towards the end that he was just I'm going to do this and I'm like but why does that even matter anymore yeah I'm going to do this because I'm me I'm like so I just felt like they could have I don't know he he they could have really made him be like an anti-hero or something but he wasn't I don't know like I feel like yeah he wasn't yes, fleshed out he, he was there but it wasn't there I feel like he know? had more motivation when we didn't know that he was Heron's brother like I yeah. feel like he had more motivation we thought oh he wants to bring back these demons so they can take over like that was more motivation that we you know kind of assumed but they'd be like oh he's actually killing nobles and looking for his, his like uncle it's like well that's dumb that's dumb. He's like, he's like turning people into demons to find his rich uncle by killing nobles. That's a dumb plan. That's Why would he get plan. an army for that? That's stupid. And then right. it's like, great. Now he's gonna. Now someone's gonna help him get his uncle. Now he has zero motivation. Now, now he's right. more easily manipulatable. It's like. If you're gonna give us a villain that's gonna be like, give us something that has like, like if I like had they said great, he's now all all Titans gung ho. Like I would have been like, great, that's understandable. He's mm-hmm. been invested with the, with the Titan wavelength, so he fully wants to bring them back. I can get behind it, but they're like, great, like he has a human issue and he wants to kill this guy, and also he doesn't care. Right. It's like great. Like how do you mean like? Is he really the big bad? I get, I get like the, they're saying, oh, he's like a victim of circumstance and like right. both Heron and Seraphim were being manipulated for good or for worse. But it's also kind of like, why would you give us this whole cool thing where he's like in the shadows for like the first three episodes of like, who's his cool villain? It's like, nah, he's actually a, right. a C villain. He's not even like the main villain. So it was, it was wasted. Such a was waste. I thought he was a really cool character, but I just did upset me. He had a cool ass weapon. Like that's the one Bidens? of the best. That was one of the best weapons I've seen in an animated like show. And the way that sound, that music. That was also, cool. Are all the guys just able to use his weapons? Is it not like DNA coded? I was so confused <laughs> at this. Literally, you got Seraphim can summon the Biden like it's Thor's hammer. Then right. you got Hera can summon it. And then you got Zeus can summon it. And then you fully have Hades like, oh, this is mine. BTW. Is mine. Like, if right. it's yours, how is it that there are three other people that are able to summon this thing? What is going uh, on with these weapons? You better be worthy. If you want it bad enough, it comes to you. It's like, yeah, like I don't really care. Enough. You know what? <laughs> is 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 that why it's called a Biden? Because it's like, you know what, guy, girl, I'll come to you. I don't care. It's all good. <laughs> 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 I'll come in your hands. I don't mind. <laughs> also, I love that I learned a new word because I was like, oh, bi- oh, it has two spikes. So it's a bident because the trident has three. I was like, oh, oh I'm learning stuff. I didn't think about trident because three, but like, oh, bident is two. And then a spear is just one. So it's just a spirit. Like, cool. That's awesome. But yeah, oh, okay, cool, the yeah. weapons were confusing. They understand it. Zeus that dying. Zeus dying. Yeah, was, what happened was, to that? That was awesome. Well, the weapons again. The weapons again. Undersold. The weapons were like it? just. It was thrown was some freaking where. And where did it go? It stayed under there because it was supposed to fight the Talos because right. it, it can cut through any metal. So right. it, 
allow him to fight it so he can get the little pot. I think he threw it at homeboy and like dipped. Yeah, he left it down there. (laughs) So it was a waste of an episode of him gathering blue rocks. A whole episode building that sword. Heron only used it for two minutes and then it was... And he got took. Right, and he got took. (laughs) And (laughs) Sarah feels for the rest of the season. It's like, why are you going to gas up this sword? It's like, yuck. It's like, why did he get it in the way? And I was like, that is a pretty sword. Is is Heron going to get it back? No. Nope, it was God. He likes my, some arrows. I was like, my question is, which I didn't understand how this worked. So when Heron grabbed the thing in the end, right. and, the, and the and the monster also tried to grab the that thing, was stupid. how does that make all of them go inside he of it? He should have died. Just like, like, <laughs> like I because I'm holding it and I'm the son of Zeus, it makes it so. Like, did he have his what did he, he do? Had her, he had Seraphim's arm? He had his arm. With Hermes' piece on it? He also had a tight end oh. stuff, and he just the put his on it. Yeah, like, <laughs> basically, to open up, like, Pandora's box or whatever, he's supposed to tighten it's his really little hand. He just slapped his hand on the top of the thing. And it was, like, <laughs> he was, like, he was four it's like It's like the Thanos snap. I wish, I wish with all my might for all these times to go back in here. <laughs> And it all did. I just didn't understand that. I was like, how? <laughs> it was truly dumb. It was truly like, ex machina, like, oh, I just so happened to slap his hand. Maybe he left it unlocked and didn't lock the. <laughs> what if he unlocked it? And he had to do the passcode. After this hand. Also, homeboy with full momentum should have just instinctively accidentally mushed like, him. <laughs> like, you don't just stop when your like, soul gets stuck from you. You're just like, I'm going to fall. Like, my out of me. Momentum, <laughs> gravity keeps moving forward. He should have been smashed. Should have been dead. Should have been a KO. But it's a blood of Zeus. Done so. Blood of Zeus, Marlon. Blood of blood Zeus. Of Zeus. <laughs> also, I hate that they like gave Zeus an out. He gets to like wink at his wife that he's been cheating on for eons. He's like, hey, baby, I love you, girl. Explosion. Now I'm dead. Deal with that. <laughs> now I feel bad of all the things I've exactly. done. Exactly. It's like, don't you feel bad? He was a dick. Don't you feel bad about him? You need to feel bad about all the stuff you've done yourself. That's, That's the true. thing you need to be mad at. But we'll all see. them innocent people. I did wonder throughout the entire season where my boy Hades was, but I'm like, oh, he's been in the background plotting like he always does. He's like, I'm not going to be like, Cool, Hades in this, but also like, what's the point of him coming out in this last four minutes? We again don't know his motivation, and is there any motivation? Right. I, mean, I get, I get it. It's a power vacuum. Zeus is going. He's like, yo, I'm Zeus's younger brother. I'm about to get Poseidon out of here. We're gonna take up the throne. I, Me and I, you, Seraphim. But first, right. you gotta kneel. Yeah. Darth Vader, no. Yeah, I was like, this feels like a Vader moment. It was like, bro, that's too much. Like, I get you're like kneeling, but that's not that's 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 not the reaction you should do. You're fully dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I get it. I get it's frustrating, it like, but it's like, are you really? Mad? He he literally I'm told dead. you I can bring you back. Like you should be like, fine, I'll do it. You should be like, I don't wanna. <laughs> he literally did that. I don't wanna. No, make me kneel. Don't make me kneel. It was so, so much work already. Yeah, I don't want to do more. Right over the top. <laughs> Such a but hard life. I mean, it, he did have a hard life. I did. I did find it interesting when um Hera took the gang the the gang posse over to Hades and was like, hey, can we crash here because the world's ending up there? And I Hades was like, yeah. And I was like, so we just gonna chill with this dude? 
I, I thought we weren't cool. Like that's how I was like, how? No. The thing is, Hades is kind of like he's like, yeah, like y'all. He's like, and he's like, I don't care. Like you gave me the shittiest job, so I'll do right. it. And right. I don't think in this, I don't think in this canon, he's done anything to like cause that kind of distrust just yet. Like, like okay. this isn't like Hercules, Disney, Hades. This is like I'm just doing my job, and I have zero. I care just feel like he's an opportunist, though. So I'm like, he hasn't done anything yet, though, because he's I, been when like. He said that, I was like, but there's a but in that sentence. Like, why are we just going chill over there? And, they, and Zeus was like, oh. I don't know. I don't know. He was like just, that. you know, who Poseidon reminded me of. You know that movie? Um, no, the movie with Lady Gaga and Bradley <laughs> Cooper. He reminds me of Sam Elliott. The way he was just uh, looking. <laughs> Sam Elliott. <laughs> only, only a fool makes her angry. Right. Poseidon uh, looks giving them Sam, Sam Elliott like vibes. Like Dodge Durango to help you around. Every <laughs> time, because he said, because uh, he told him you would be wise not to uh, hang out with her and he was like you would be wise to make her angry I was like lots of looks no good advice a lot of family issues a lot of therapy that needs to go down with this family therapy that's another show I want to see therapy with the Greek gods Yep. Somebody yeah, come! I watched that I show. I watched that. Somebody, <laughs> you know, start training. You made a start training. Show didn't work out. They could make you it fuck this many chicks. <laughs> you have too right. many. You, you all have these, too many. All these many children, siblings. they're like, "That's my dad." You know, I I love Lori, him. But you yeah. are the father. <laughs> <laughs> I they told also you, killed yeah. the Minotaur, which literally is also which god. I was excited to see uh, the Minotaur, but then Hera was like four second scene and was just Minotaur. Four seconds. And there goes the Minotaur. I'm like, damn, it took us longer to kill was it like, in the oh, actual game. Mm-hmm. Oh, but like, what I'm getting from this show is that there's going to be another season because, again, people watch it because of Castlevania. So there will be another you season. You think there's going to be a second season for real? I, oh, yeah. Probably. Netflix is like like throwing I mean, I'll things watch. at least two seasons. So they'll get like another season just because. I do know that they've already... I. If they haven't started, they're probably planning production for the next season of Castlevania as well. Because thank God, that that's the one that matters. Or, uh, you know, <laughs> but I think like that's like what pulled people to watch this is because oh, it looks like Castlevania. Like the fact that they like have a huge emphasis on eyes and eye color and eyelashes uh, is like real big. <laughs> also, I mean, like, did you not see Apollo though? You know, he Apollo's had eyes looks. He had fuck me eyes. He was working eyes. it. He, literally he had, had everybody eyes. on all the eyes on him. Apollo was like. <laughs> On a chariot with like a silk hair. and like a and like a, a a skirt, just like fighting against Ares, and like he like is looking away, smiling at someone, like fully forgets that he's in combat, and like he like swings his sword at Ares and catches his helmet, and like almost knocks it off his head. I'm like, oh, he's cute and he can fight. So he would have had doing. a song by the baby in the background, him walking. Like that's how the like the swag was too real with this dude with the chariot. Like I was like. Yeah. I want to see that show with him because we'll, we'll see what they do. He was amazing. He did give me um um a Lucard uh, vibes okay. because of how he looked, mm-hmm. and even they even did like a a scene where in the middle of the night, who who, who he was uh, sleeping with, it gave me that whole two, oh, is that? Two twins. Yes, it gave oh, me I, a I, reference I to when 
that oh, last oh. season. Um, yeah, so I was like, they knew what they were doing, and <laughs> they also yeah. gave Hermes the biggest power upgrade. I will say, like Hermes got like Hermes was amazing. Upgrade. He had supersonic speed, to which he was able to like fully redirect a storm cloud. They also gave like, him the capability to collect souls and bring souls to the river sticks and drop them off and communicate mm-hmm. to Arrestries, which I think is like the. The, like the boat dude. Yeah, right. cool. I really like that. I like that. That was nice. As well. And the, and the things. Like, they, like, yeah, they say, Hermes, you're going to be our power. Like, you're going to be responsible for all these things. So here are your powers. Enjoy. So Hermes got a big upgrade in this show. They Hermes a lot of respect. So if you were yeah. a Hermes fan because of the Hercules movies, he's no longer that guy with the glasses uh, who's the annoying. He's now Matt Mercer out there <laughs> serving books and uh, saving the day. He put it in work while looking cute. Like, uh-huh. yes, I'm for that. That's why I said Apollo and Hermes is a show. <laughs> they were doing great things. But uh, I guess we'll stay tuned to season two. There's Ooh. so much, so much. I don't even know, like... I don't even know, man. Like, I mean, even he had his little his little friends that he found, and they all became friends in the end. And I'm like, even that that was not fleshed out. They were fully forgettable characters. Except the Amazonian woman, she was tough as hell. Think about it. The fact that she lived, Jennifer was after her ass for like five episodes, and he never caught her. I was like, that woman is tough. What was her name? Alexa. Alexia. 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 Do you know what? Be quiet. She's trying to come on. Yes, Master. Okay, I'll get it. I'm glad you remember her name because I did not. I I fully forgot everything about her. I think the only thing that maybe kind of remember, like, oh, she had that scene where she saw her parents. And I'm like, great. That's probably going to be a a, 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 scene. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Only because it was like, oh, like, am I supposed to remember something? Like, what's this about? I'm like, oh, this is be like a a season two thing. Most most definitely. Season two thing. So I'm like, I don't know who you are, dude. Or lady. Like, why are y'all crying about it? Like, oh, she killed you? (laughs) Why are you crying about it? I'll figure it out later, but I truly don't care about any of this scene. (laughs) It's up. Them people got got. They should not have not looked. They should not have turned around. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's what happens? I would have been like this. Oh, Nobody Cat thought Louis, that. Cat, we would have died just straight out. Just no, Cat, I would have done this. Cat, would have been you, and kept running. Cat, you would have heard Duke like behind you whimpering, <laughs> like he's like got hurt, and you'd be like <gasps> Duke, and you'd have been like, nah, really? I'd be like, come follow me, come follow me. <laughs> if you're really a real one, you know. But anyway, um, are we going to do Marlin's corner? Yeah, we're going to my corner. Don't um, we Raymond for that corner? Mar- do we have time? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna not talk what? about. Oh, we have time. We have like, like an hour, I think. We have an hour? I'm kidding. We're going for two hours? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's trying to get hour. that reaction out of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where? Who told you we had an hour, Marla? I'm gonna talk about the Avengers update and then just some general holiday news about the PlayStation 5 that folks should know about. It's in a few days. Okay, just to give you... Actually, no, I'll tell you when we, when we start talking about it. Uh, all right, Ray, we're going to talk about some Avengers stuff. It's the corner and the tilt. Oh. Here we go. Lights. Camera. Action. I was hoping you guys would like have some synced up dance. I was really hoping for that. Fusion. <laughs> I would be like, oh my God. 
Oh, oh, maybe the other way for you. Maybe the other way, yeah. Raymond's on your other way. Raymond's right. Other way, Other way. Yeah. And then Raymond goes the other way. No, Raymond, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. Not for my screen. Yeah, I know, but for us. Anyway. Welcome to Marlon's Corner and the Raymond Tilt. Uh, just some uh, <laughs> just some Avengers updates. We told you last week that we're going to keep looking into this because we all have our own individual uh, grievances with this happening um, with agree. Crystal Square Enix. Uh, so uh, <laughs> PC Gamer uh, did a really cool article. Um, the title was 48 million loss um, for um, it's an operating loss for HD games um, with Square Enix. What's interesting is that they haven't listed uh, the sales for Avengers yet. They haven't reported that yet. Like they, But um, one guy, I think his name was uh, David Gibson, uh, says that they spent about like 170 to $190 million on creating the game, but it looks like they only sold 3 million copies, I think. Um, and so they're thinking that that could definitely be a dip uh, in terms of like their... Uh, recouping uh, all those losses, and so I do know that currently they, if you go on the Avengers like updates, are still repatching things, are still fixing bugs, and are also still telling you like, hey, we're going to be dropping the Clint uh, Barton and the daughter thing real soon, so stick around for that news. We're going to keep doing that, um, but it's really interesting that the, the, the comparison they're using to describe the trajectory of the game with Square Enix is Final Fantasy, Cat's game that she's playing currently. They're saying that that game is actually bringing in uh, more money and really assisting with the company thus far because they, they're continuing to get more and more people to play their online platform. So they're saying that, of course, Square Enix, that's their like game right now that's like really bringing in uh, the money and the people to play it. Uh, but currently, uh, Avengers uh, is sitting at a loss right now. Um, they're really trying to figure out what to do. Um, again, like there's no reported sales numbers that aren't posted just yet, but everyone seems to be like hitting up Square Enix, like, hey, what's happening? Um, are you gonna list? You know what's going on with this game you're gonna list the sales is it up is it down um but a lot of folks just like just doing some math and saying okay if you're reporting this amount of loss that means that this game um potentially costs this amount so like this game definitely is like the the key to you losing this, this money so right now they're looking to figure out what to do next um they're hoping that when they come around the holidays and they drop uh the hawkeye stuff and they drop uh I forget what his daughter's name is. She's also probably Hawkeye. Uh, when they start dropping these characters, Kate, Kate, Kate Barton, Kate Bird, Mockingbird, Mo- Kate Barton, Kate Barton, the, I think Kate, ben- Kate Bishop. I'm sorry. There you go, Kate Bishop. There you go, Kate Bishop. I think like the hope is that when they get around to dropping these characters, that it'll bring some more interest back. But I do know that if you go to like. Um, the forum about uh, Avengers and you ever go to like the comment section. Um, it's a lot of folks having a good time roasting them uh, on Twitter. A lot of yeah. folks roasting them. What um, comment section isn't that even what the game is doing that's well. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I think what makes it worse is that now you have multiple, like you have PC Gamer, you have uh, Game Box, you have all these other like video game um, people writing articles about, hey, like what's going on with this game and why is it not bringing in the amount of people that it saw on launch day um so yeah that's what we got on avengers news so far i haven't played it in a minute um i 
am waiting and looking forward to yeah. what's going to happen to uh, these characters. So I think maybe these characters might, you know, add a little more fun to it. But that's all I have. Uh, but Raymond, did you get anything on, on, on uh, your end that you have peeped out? <laughs> Um, I mean, not much extra. This game has such a, uh, this game has just such a, we have to wait and see thing going on that is just kind of unfortunate. Um, the, I, I don't think they're going to get the kind of attention that they want with Kate Bishop at this point. I, I, I don't think, I think the thing that, if they're going to get a huge influx of people coming back, it's going to be, um, it honestly, they should take their time, save this a little bit longer. I feel like they have the ability to wait a couple months and just make this black Panther Wakanda thing that people are, have been, has been leaked in a couple spots that like Wakanda is going to add this whole like extra area to the game. And there's just going to be a whole bunch of stuff that they're adding into the game because of black Panther. Yes. This was a leak. Like back towards the beginning of the game. Back towards the beginning of the game. I actually think we talked about this very quickly, but it was back towards the beginning of the game. It was a leak of all the characters that came out and that were gonna come out in this first year. And one of the big things that was gonna come with it was a huge Wakanda area and like uh um there was gonna be a whole bunch of missions that got added in and there's been feedback of people that have been telling them some of the stuff that's already in the game that for some reason is only able to be done by yourself people are like why can i only do this by yourself like you should make this multiplayer optional too so i think they're going to add that i think they're going to start listening to all this feedback and just start giving the players everything that they want Mm. because honestly at this point that's the only way they're going to get people to come back to this game but um i think they should start saving all of this stuff for this big huge black panther update and try Mm. to make that the thing that brings everyone back because you saw how fast the two of you were like wait what wakanda so i think that (laughs) will be right keep the people that are playing right now happy with Kate Bishop and Clint Barton mm-hmm. and Spider-Man um, or honestly push Spider-Man back until after Black Panther at this point um, and then just give make that Black Panther update unless it's not ready yet then then you know keep us happy with Spider-Man and then just right. make this big Black Panther update be huge try to fit War Machine in there if you can Ooh. and and then that way like you have at this point hopefully this is summertime which is a long time from now but honestly that's I like that's what I expect with this game at this point. I they like mm-hmm. I don't see them I don't see them turning this game around that quickly. They might as well take their time and get it right because yeah. you're not gonna get a third chance at this game. Like yeah, I agree with Raymond. It's gonna be a minute. And also like Ray and I have been saying this is a Disney Marvel backed game. Uh they are going to make this game work. <laughs> I think they probably have like a threshold, but it's not, they probably have it near that threshold of like that stop. They're going to put all their power into making this, this game a game. Um, I mean, mind you, like I'm sure people are worried. Like there are many articles saying, is this going to be like um, another failure? Like, 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 uh, like Anthem. Um, there's like a, a, a lot of folks are saying this could be the second highest failure of a live service game since Anthem. Um, so there's definitely a lot of Anthem talk out there of like, is this going to be it? But I do think that they're going to listen to the folks uh, who are commenting. And again, with that Disney money, uh, they are going to make this game a game you uh, come back to and enjoy. I will be surprised if 
you know, they don't push it or, or, or if they don't get back in the black when it comes to this game. But again, I think we'll have to wait and see by like the summertime, like the holidays are coming around right around the corner. Um, I know there's already like, you know, developers and, and, and video games are already rushed to make so many games. So if they just, you know, take their time and do it right, I definitely I definitely agree with Raymond that around the summer we'll probably see like a real good bump um, of users. But uh, yeah, they got to they gotta take the time and do it right or it's going to be uh, a real, real slow transition. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. My goodness. Uh, but uh, I do have some more... <laughs> Bad news for you, Kat. Oh, no. What is it? It's about the PlayStation 5. Oh, no. So, uh, I believe you can't. So, from what I'm hearing from Sony, uh, you cannot walk into realtors and purchase it from the store anymore. You have to try to order it online. Um, But a statement released by Best Buy says, while our stores want to have devices for purchase on launch day or throughout the holiday season, uh, keep an eye out um, for them when they're available because they're most likely not going to have them available during launch uh, to purchase is what they're, is, is what they're um, suspecting is going to happen. They don't think they're going to have a position five for you on launch day or throughout the holiday season. You might have to get it in 2021, um, but Best Buy, if there's any indication of other stores, there might be a trend to be like, hey, like, if you pre-ordered it, you're going to get it. But once launch day hits, you're probably not going to have a PlayStation 5 for a couple of months afterwards. So if you were looking to purchase one after launch day or put in a pre-order or try to get in there, it's going to be a minute before you can get one. Um, and I think uh, Sony definitely is keeping a close watch over the realtor, <laughs> over the people that are selling their games because of uh, that awkward and terrible registration day where no one listened to anything they had to say. So um, oh, that day was hilarious. Uh, they said tomorrow. It was three hours or two hours. It was, no, it was day the minute of, it ended. The day of the like, yeah, tomorrow. It's like, nah, we like, I can get it today. But no, so <laughs> at least Best Buy is being honest and saying, listen, y'all, one, you can't just walk in and pick it up. That's just not happening. You can't walk in and be like, I want that and get it. We're not doing that. Two, if you order it online, you can get it. You can pick it up on the day. Three, if you haven't pre-ordered it yet, you're not going to be able to pre-order for a minute. So just just go ahead and get something else. Go ahead and get wow. your PlayStation 4 game because they're still going to be good for a couple more years. So go ahead and just do that. Wow. I remember seeing Target weeks ago saying, we'll have the PS5 oh, in our lying. stores. Lying. And then you told me, and then they did, I think they took back what they said. And I was like, Sony's not playing around. Yeah. A lot of stores. <laughs> have taken off the um, pre-order home screen um, that are like they were selling it and now like you just like you just go to position five and it says not available like they're fully removed it there's no like can I register it now and get it like when it comes out like no like they're most likely going to be like great like you got to pre-register again for the second wave when they start doing that so I'm suspecting there's going to be several ways to be like great we're going to release it uh, like pre-order now because once it's all out it's all out and also I definitely think this is going to be interesting because um, one Black Friday during the day that Thanksgiving is uh, but also it's a global pandemic so right. 
are, I don't think stores are going to fully just allow folks to run up in there and go ape shit in a mass crowd. So I am I mean, wondering. Unless they're Walmart. America? What are you talking about? Unless That's what I'm thinking. Walmart. That's what I'm thinking, though. It's like, on the one hand, consumerism, but on the other hand, are they going to allow for their store to be the site of a super spreader event and be the That's cause right. of like, I'm wondering, like, yo, like, does it like, does the bad press uh, scare them away from that? Or is it like, bad, no, we'll make it back. When, is, is, when has bad press ever slowed down capitalism? Right. When it kills multiple people. <laughs> I, I'm going to exhibit A, the past <laughs> six <laughs> to eight months of this country. I feel like that's also true, but in this situation, yeah, you're it's trying like, to make we'll, an exception oh, yeah. when it doesn't exist. <laughs> <These doors are laughs> I'm thinking about this. Will, I mean, mind you, people are soulless gods if you have more than like a million dollars and you're you're making like hundreds of billions that's like soullessness but i wonder like is it like at what point would the government be like great like i get it capitalism fantastic we're like are we going to like impose an ordinance saying great 50 people in the store at least at once or are the or are these like cities states are gonna be like hey listen we're gonna step back and let you all just go and rush and like go into this event so i'm wondering at what point are we gonna because like i've heard nothing from like uh governor newsom about like hey here's like just so you know for black friday events we're not doing this so i'm wondering as we closer to that is there going to be a point where someone puts their foot down and go hey listen we're going to have shifts of people that can come in the store and it'd be like supermarket sweep. You run in there, you grab your items and you bounce. Like the next one you come in, you in there and they other things and they bounce. <laughs> honestly, you think about it, I feel like that would be way more fun. It's like, great. Next 50, get ready. Line up. All right, ready. Three, two, one, go, go. They're going to I feel like, like that'd be dope. It would be fun. It'd be fun, like I rushing to a store where like no one's in the grill. Like you got like everyone has like like thirty minutes to do their shopping and get back to the register and like bounce. That I'd, would be fun. I would go to, like I. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of Black Friday, but I will go to that. <laughs> like, you know, I will go to let that. Let me get my too. shoes ready. Let me get my list. Let me map out the store. I've been training Listen, all year Camille, for this. Camille, I'm going to go to technology. <laughs> you go to Home Goods. I need you to get like four. Need you get four. This is the map. Get made. like six spatulas. Get a blender. I'm going to go here. I'm going to have a flat screen TV. And I'll meet you at the, at the front. You just dip <laughs> out and run and go for it. But we'll see. I, I do remember that capitalism definitely prevents um, bad. people from being safe and being healthy. Mm-hmm. I am wondering what's going to happen as we get closer towards Black Friday. If stores are going to be like, great, we're going to go do like a pickup system where you can order everything on Black Friday and pick it up on Black Friday. But I am interested to see how they're going to handle a global pandemic and American consumerism. Well, I also want to say, don't forget, yeah, there's Black Friday, but there's Cyber also Monday. Cyber Monday. That's my my thing. If I'm going to have to t- partake in this capitalistic time, Cyber Monday is where it's at. And knowing that, you know, it is a pandemic, I really feel like they should just extend it and not be Cyber Monday, but like Cyber Season. You know, just keep it open because this is that's the only way you're really going to get your sales in safely, you know. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Amazon already has been like, you ready? 
You ready? I don't. I didn't see no PS5 though, so I'm not ready. Okay, but have it. it's, it's, it's the it's the it's the it. thought that counts, I guess. I mean, if you want to go on eBay and get one for no. a grand and a half, I don't want to see those prices. They're just gonna make me so angry. Fifteen hundred dollars. Stop. Fifteen hundred dollars. But here's the thing, though. It it's just like it's just like uh you you have to like the guy's also offering. He has I think also like pre-ordered like an, another controller as well and a headset and the other controller is a hundred bucks and the headset's like another 200 bucks so folks what? are scalping these this is still capitalism <laughs> i'm gonna wait patience is a virtue you know we'll i always say i'm gonna get summer. it get it in the beginning but you know what i'm gonna stick to hey y'all enjoy your buggy little consoles yeah, okay yeah. i'm gonna get the best ones out in the summer yeah. so we'll get the ps5 safe. when avengers is back on top let's hey, the ps5 yes. <laughs> as as avengers turns around and it's a good oh, game so we'll get the ps5 that's so we gonna get it ps5 right, right? when avengers are good yes <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So, 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 so much hope you have. I have none of it. This is called a new hope. This is episode a new hope. New, new hope. Geek Force. The Geek Force edition. <laughs> Are they really hopeful, though? Are they? Yes, I have to. I'm really very upset. This is so much money for that damn game. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> It's the first one I bought like at, f- at full price. So I'm really oh, upset. Oh damn! I'm sorry. You made me feel bad that you made you buy that game. Really the world of PS games. Mind you, now the new price is seventy dollars. So you're ready for that soul sucking experience? You gotta make sure the game's going to be hella good, or oh, you just going to have to wait six months. Seventy bucks? I'm waiting till it chops down to like thirty nine ninety five. I feel like I feel like with sixty bucks, you thought about it. With seventy, I'm checking reviews. I'm checking gameplay on YouTube. YouTube. I'm checking. Well, myself. I'm checking the know. forums. I'm, I'm like, asking all my friends. Have you played it? I'm asking have you people, played it? Have you played it? Can I play it with you? Can I play with you to yeah. see what it looks like? Before I even like play it. Now, did the ending make you sad, or do you think there's going to be a, a series? Like, well, how, yet. how about? I think what I might do is go is go back to the '90s. But like, great, did you finish Mario '64? Can I borrow that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you finish the game? Can I borrow it? And we all pass games around because it's seven dollars. We share it. This is we're what we're sharing. <laughs> we're bringing back that community. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put the tips inside of the box so I can read them as I'm playing. <laughs> Not my seventy dollars. <laughs> Not my seventy dollars. Oh, with tax? No. Oh, I forgot about the tax. Oh, Jesus. That's eighty bucks. Mm. Um, no. Games are. Uh, They're hard to There make. are a lot of games that are completely worth that price. I'm just gonna say. Eighty dollars. Yes. Well, but the time though. Would you have, would you have paid eighty dollars for Final Fantasy fourteen? In the beginning, no, it was free. It was a free trial. Yeah, hold on, that <laughs> was a yes or no question. Okay, okay. That was a yes or no question for for the. Would you have paid eighty dollars for Final Fantasy oh, Fourteen? But no. like, it's still a yes or no question. If I saw the title, or if I knew about the game, just for, based on your perception of the game right this moment in time. Uh, I guess. Okay, that's, that's a yes. yes. No. It's easy. She just says only pay for potentially cyberpunk, that and that's pretty much it. So, right, that's you the only game. You wouldn't pay eighty dollars for Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> no. Wow. 
I enjoy it, but not eighty dollars worth of enjoyment. Uh, you would, yeah, man. You wouldn't play eighty dollars for Witcher Three. Witcher Three, uh, if it came with all the DLCs, absolutely. That makes sense, though. I feel like that's the thing. If the game comes with all the DLCs, anyway. I'm fine with I, think, I think we are cheap people when it comes to video games. Oh, no, no. I feel like we grew up in an era. We like, like buying games. I feel like for, we grew up in an era where when we bought a game that's as a kid games. on the N64, it was the whole game, Raymond. Sure, you I won't fight you on that one. It was a whole game. Eighty dollars. You got a PS2. I, I bought two or three it games. It was a whole game. But as soon as PS3 one. came out, it's like, oh, DLC is like, what is this? I got to pay more for this stuff. I won't fight you there. My problem with that mindset is just that, like, these. This is just the the. There's an extra. There's an extra. There's like several extra layers. Like, yeah, it needs to be the whole mm-hmm. game. Yeah, video game capitalism is bad. Video game companies should be treating their employee their employees better um like there's there's another one i got here but i'll get off my soapbox of just like problems with the video game industry there's a lot of them but uh these games they get they get away with like charging too little for these games sometimes Mm. i feel like um especially for like some of the smaller studios like Mm -hmm. it would be more helpful um if they were a little like i don't i don't mind the extra little bit of money that goes into the extra love that you're gonna put in there assuming i'm gonna get that Mm -hmm. when people are being greedy and taking advantage of the situation fine you're right but like i'd have paid 80 dollars for spider-man one that game was amazing I'd have like a spider that first Spider Man PS4 game that that was a masterpiece of game. Uh, There's there's there are some games that I would certainly have paid full price for. I understood, Daddy Cat. So they just we just start my e girl career. I accept that. I accept that. I I think there are games that are definitely worth it, but I feel like those are far and few in between. Oh yeah, that's why we wait for sales. Yeah. <laughs> I love that I mean, word. I'm not trying to pay eighty dollars for a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just think there are certainly games that I would pay eighty dollars because they were that good. I ain't trying to pay eighty dollars. I'm not trying to, but like I've already paid for so many Mass Effect games. This oh, Mass Effect Legendary Jesus. Edition, I don't really want to pay eighty dollars for it. But money, I also though. know that. Like I would enjoy, I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of playing those games again. So oh, will I actually? Will I actually? If I had to pay eighty dollars for it, would I? Probably. It's it's that's one of my favorite game series of all times. I know I've given them over eighty dollars for that game series at this point in my lifetime, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I've probably given them closer to for yeah, I've probably given them closer to two hundred fifty three hundred for that franchise. So another yeah. eighty is probably not uh, not breaking the bank, but mm-hmm. still well, they're making another one too. <laughs> yep. Oh man, and I can't wait. They'll get that'll that'll probably get my eighty dollars. Is what that'll probably end up you buy getting. It even uh, on the heels of Andromeda. Uh, with Casey Hudson at the reins of that studio again. Yes. Okay. Okay. He was the if without Casey Hudson, there would not have been an original Mass Effect trilogy. Uh, since he's general manager of Bioware again, I have faith in his ability to provide a Mass Effect game. If he wasn't there, absolutely not what I be giving that game money like that. <laughs> it's all. In the bags of case of <laughs> okay acceptable well that's dope i appreciate that everyone thank you for your your feedback and uh yeah y'all 80 dollars what do you think 80 dollars no <laughs> yeah, <cat with> chats. 
Yes, I'm please sorry. tell you me. Don't call me crazy. Feel free. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I feel like you are, you're, you're accurate in the statement that yes, they deserve more money, but also sales are also a good thing too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sales are a great thing. Lovely. Well, um, Ray, you didn't have your news. No, that we hit most of it. I think. Oh, wow! It was a, it was a joint operation. Yeah. It was so. We're at a like, point. Of, done, I can, and I was like, I can what? save. I can save Seamless. some of it for later. We good. Seamless. Seamless. Geek forces just chugga chugga choo choo yeah. all down the ray. We had, I don't know what we had eighty-three saying. minutes recording time. I'm good. I can save the rest of my thoughts. Same. Well, thank you guys for hitting us up and listening to us today. Thank you guys for coming together and talking about all these wonderful things. Um, listeners, if you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to hit up our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, as well as our questonmedia.com site where we you click on Geek Force and our episodes are there. Yeah. But you can also find us on all podcast uh, stations, you know, like Spotify and whatnot. So yeah. Feel free to hit us up there. Um, you know, this this is a very happy time. So I'm just like, you guys, you, we can take a break. We can relax and enjoy in this moment of just all this wonderful news politically and non-politically, you know. So um, I want everyone to just take a rest and just enjoy this moment in time, you know. Before. A moment like this, <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna let you dis- disrespect Kelly Clarkson like that, but we'll we'll talk about this after the show. Um, again, listeners, thank you for listening. Make sure to wear your mask, clean hands, enjoy watching your shows, love each other, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California. 